Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. This week, we have a bonus episode for you. We're here with John Delaney, the head coach of Quinnipiac Baseball. The Quinnipiac Baseball team is coming off their recent MAC Conference Championship win and preparing to play East Carolina in the NCAA tournament this Friday. So, Coach Delaney, to get started, uh, for those who might be getting to know yourself in the uh, program over at Quinnipiac for the first time, uh, why don't you give us a little background on yourself and, and how you got into coaching at Quinnipiac? Uh, I know you were a student there, played there. So why don't you talk a little bit about how you got into ended up uh, coaching at Quinnipiac? Um, so it's a um, it started uh, probably towards my end of my my professional baseball career. I um, you know when I when I was a player at Quinnipiac, I always kind of had aspirations to to be a college baseball coach. Um, you know, just never knew when that opportunity would come, whether it would be, you know, right after college or, you know, after a professional career. And I was lucky enough to play some professional baseball um, in the Brewers system for a couple of years. And then um, saw that window kind of kind of shrinking down and um, started to do the venture into the college baseball uh, coaching world. And uh, I was lucky enough that um, I had a had a decent amount of contacts from all the teams that um, you know I had played against uh, while I was at Quinnipiac, so I was able to kind of contact all those coaches in, in the Northeast. And um, obviously, I, you know my my uh, my ability on the field while I was at Quinnipiac helps a little bit, so they they uh, were somewhat familiar with me. Um, and I had a couple teams call me up and and. With some with some potential spots to coach, and uh, was lucky enough that uh, Sacred Heart and Fairfield had an opening for me, and I was able to jump on their staff, and um, which was a great opportunity to learn from Nick Giacquinto, who's now retired and living down in Virginia, but um, he's been a great mentor and obviously great great piece to my whole uh, career by giving me an opportunity then, um, and I was lucky enough to be able to also coach that team and do a and they had regional that year, um, and then uh, I had a year to took a year um, to, to go move over to University of Hartford um, before I came to Quinnipiac. And uh, to be honest, Quinnipiac's always been the place that I've wanted to coach at. Um, just never knew when that opportunity would come or if it ever would come. Um, our former AD Jack McDonald, um, I remember speaking with him face-to-face when we went to Quinnipiac, when I was at Sacred Heart, went to Quinnipiac to play a series, um, and it was probably like mid to late April uh, back in 2012 and, um, or 11, and uh, told him, you know, I want to coach at Quinnipiac someday. You know, what what, what do I need to do to, to make that a reality? And he kind of gave me some, some advice and kind of put the idea that, that I wanted to come back here to coach in his head. and. Uh, two years later, I had an opportunity to come back here. So it's been a it's been a eventful road, but uh, you know it's, it's been it's been an awesome experience so far. Yes. So you actually played on the Quinnipiac NCAA tournament uh, qualifying team in 2005. So the last time that you guys had been in the NCAA tournament, what was that experience like for you as a player? And then how have you used that experience to, to help lead your team now in preparing them for the uh, the tournament later this week? You know, it's 
I think it definitely helps to to be. I've been in two parts. I, I was able to be a player in 2005, and then I was able to be a coach in it in uh, 2011. I think it was uh, with Sacred Heart. Um, as a player, um, you have so much excitement. I remember going down, flying, you know, seeing our name pop up on the screen to go to Texas, and uh, our name pop up on, up there, and, and so much excitement and. Um, to just to go play in a national stage and it's something you know our team had worked for for a long time and it always been in my mind that's why I wanted to play play at Quinnipiac and play Division One ball there was because I wanted to be in the regional and uh, you know, that had the opportunity to do that and you know as a player preparing for it it it, it was more just you know just going out there and just enjoying the moment um and now as as a coach looking at that experience and um you know i had a fairly good regional uh experience and played very well down in texas that uh you know i played with zero stress that week and even though i'm playing against the top teams in the nation and i think that's that helped me just propel myself into the week i had and um, you know, my my job right now is to, to get these guys to understand there there really is zero stress in us. You know, um, win or loss, you guys have already gained a lot in this year, improved a lot, and uh, it's your opportunity to kind of just rise up to the moment and, and enjoy it and um, take advantage of an opportunity. Um, you know, and that's the biggest piece. There's there's a lot more pressure on everyone else than it is on us. You know, when you're the number one seed the pressure's on you to win. When you're the four seed, there's less pressure because no one's expecting you to win. So your your job is to just go out there and and, and prove everyone wrong. Um, so that's the biggest thing as a coach right now for my players is to try to get them to understand that there, there really is, there's only, there's only, it's only a win situation at this point. Exactly. It's got to be, you know, fun to, to play with house money a bit. Um, so you've been at Quinnipiac now five years. Can you tell us a bit about the growth of the program from when you started uh, and when you took over to, to where it is today, you know, being a team that's able to contend, uh, you know, for MAC championship and, and then uh, make the NCAA tournament? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's been a wild, wild ride because um, I've, I came in here as an assistant, um, you know, seven years ago, um, and the program the program was coming off coming off not a not so great year of, of nine and thirty eight, and right now to to look at it and and see us going to an NCAA regional, it, it's you know to credit the the players that have come in here over the last five years and. Even the credit, the credit to the guys that, that were there seven years ago that helped change the culture of the program, and um, obviously a big part of this whole success was was my mentor Dan Gooley, who was my head coach. See the development. I mean, for me, it's it's, it's awesome to see how many kids just took a leap of hope and what we what we believed in in this program and, and what my vision was. Even though there was nothing to nothing to sell, I mean, we weren't we weren't going to regionals. We weren't you know, making making the conference tournaments on a regular basis. Um you know, these kids bought 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 the process that that I'm gonna get you guys there and um develop the players to to be there and um you know, we've we've been lucky to, to land a lot of great players and 
Um, and kids are just very self-motivated and, and willing to, to be coached and, and developed, and that's the reason why we're we're standing this this uh, standing here today and, and heading off to East Carolina tomorrow. So as you, uh, you know, get ready for this weekend, looking back at this past weekend with the, with the conference tournament, last year you guys had just missed making the MAC championship uh, game. Do you think that loss motivated your team at all heading into this year and, and knowing, you know, that they could compete at this level and, you know, just had to take that next step and, and they'd be able to pull off a conference uh, championship? Yeah, I think... You know, the biggest thing with last year versus this year is last year it was the first year these guys got into a conference tournament. Um, and there was a lot of inexperience. And you saw the inexperience really hurt them last year. And um, I think it didn't click for them how good they truly were until about the last three innings of the second game last year, which we ended up doing a walk-off single on and then we came on the third game the semifinal game and and played like us again and um that experience and 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 i being there before and then also seeing the end result and, and, and that that game um you know i think that's the, the the difference this year versus last year is just that experience and being there before and then obviously um, them not not reaching the ultimate goal and I think failing short I think it it, it, it puts a little bit of a bad, bad feeling in their stomach of, of wanting to be that end person in the end of the day and I think that experience itself of just being there before with a young club is, is the reason why we were able to prevail this year. Yeah, so what was this weekend like uh, you know for you and your you and your team uh, not only did you have to beat Fairfield twice but that championship game took 13 innings uh, so what was it like for you guys yeah. in that winner go home uh, scenario in the championship game you know as that game went longer into extra innings you guys have been playing all weekend uh, what was that like for you guys um, <laughs> it was a that game was emotions going up and down I mean um, I walked into that game with, with, with less nervousness than the first two. Um, I think I, it just felt like our guys had worked so hard and they were, they were so locked in and prepared that um, I felt like there was little I was going to have to do for these guys to, to prevail on this one. And they came up swinging right away and, and they were producing. And then I give credit to Fairfield. I mean, they had a lot of long days. And they came in and just battled every single pitch, and we just couldn't we just couldn't do it. I mean, like we kept getting the bases loaded, and they just they found a way to get out of it. And I think you saw us getting so close to 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 winning it and going to and having a chance to go to regional, and we kept getting that close, and then it would be taken away because we'd fly out or something that the guys started to put more pressure on themselves because they, they, they felt they, they got so high in their emotions and then let down that it affected them. So um, I think all that pressure is gone on these guys to now finally, um, you know, realize that, that they officially are the tournament champs and they're going to regional. I, I think that's, that itself makes it the stress relief. Yeah, so Quinnipiac, uh, you guys are one of three teams here in Connecticut to make it to the NCAA tournament with uh, UConn and Central being the other two. 
What do you think that says about yeah. the state of Northeast baseball? Because I know people always talk about how much of a challenge it is. I know you guys didn't play a home game, you know, until a month into your season. So what do you think the current state of Northeast uh, college baseball is and, uh, you know, what you guys and what the other teams in the state have done, you know, show about that? I think it's, I think it's awesome that, you know, you have three teams from Connecticut going to the uh, NCAA regionals this year. Um, I think we had two last year because um, I know Hartford was in the last year. UConn was in the last year. Um, I'm not sure who, who was in it from the NEC. I think Bryant was last year. Um, or no, Wagner was last year. Or LAU Brooklyn, actually. Um, you know, to, to have you know two last year, three this year, I think it speaks volumes to just what programs are doing in the Northeast, you know. Um, the common trend when I was in when I was a recruit was that you know you, if you wanted to play really good baseball you go down south like everyone talked about going down south and it's completely different now because you know we have northeast teams going to regionals on a consistent basis um, that you don't need to go go far away anymore like kids can stay home like they've been developed here I think the coaching in the northeast is 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 so good now and guys know how to develop players that um, there's no need to travel and go halfway across the country to go play baseball. And you can get the same experience and even better experience and, and find a place here that's going to want you and it's going to develop you and, and you'll have a better opportunity to maybe even play and, and, and be a better player um, by staying here. So I think it just speaks volumes to college baseball and especially college baseball in the Northeast and you have you know, three teams going to the NCAA regional from Connecticut. It just proves that um, you know the coaches in this area are are able to develop players um, and and produce and produce just as much as all these big name schools down south. Yeah. So you, you head down south uh, this weekend for for your first uh, part of the NCAA tournament. Your first game is against East Carolina. What are your thoughts early on? Uh, you know, into that matchup with East Carolina. And then I'm curious to get into your mindset a bit as you prepare for that weekend. You know, Campbell and NC State are also there. Do you start thinking about those two teams at all yet? Are you solely focused on ECU at the moment? What's that process like for you guys? You know, we got to prepare for all all three at the moment. Um, You know, my my head's kind of ingrained in East Carolina right now. Um, You know, our other assistants are doing some work in East Carolina, but they're also just starting to do some work on – Campbell and NC State, um, you know, it, it, this, they're all really good clubs. They all got some really good arms. Um, you know, you're gonna see a couple guys that are future first-round picks on the mound this year um, from East Carolina. I know Campbell's got one. NC State. I mean, NC State. You know, they were they were number one in the country for a long time, and then uh, it wasn't until like the last two three weeks that they they've kind of falling out of that top 16 but um you know that's going to be an extremely tough club to face um we had a chance to play campbell a year two years ago uh, or maybe it was a year ago um and we played them tough um i know we won one game i think we lost the next two by by a run or two um so i mean we have some experience there and you know they're going to be really hard games to win um but if we go on and play our best ball, um, we give ourselves a chance to win. Um, we can compete on those fields. I know, I know our guys are ready for that. Um, we've had big wins before with the guys that are on the field. Um, 
we've beaten some ranked opponents um, before. Um, you know, as much as you know, Wake Forest who was 20th in the nation this year, and uh, College of Charleston that was 28th and 30th in the nation last year. So, um, you know, these guys have been to those places and defeated those teams. It's just a matter of you know, being as productive as you can in the opportunities you get. So, um, there'll be tough teams to face, but we got to do our part to, to put our players in the right situations to, to be successful and give them as much informa- information as we can. Absolutely. Coach, uh, thanks again for joining us, and uh, best of luck this coming weekend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Kotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.